Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Hey guys, good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is Monday, the 7th of June. Less than 1.15 lakh people tested positive for the deadly pathogen COVID-19 in the last 24 hours according to the health ministry's update as of 8 a.m. yesterday. Recoveries during the same period remained significantly higher at 1.89 lakh. Recoveries have now outpaced new additions for 24 days in a row and as a result active cases have fallen below 15 lakh. Maharashtra has announced a new set of unlock guidelines which start today and are divided into five levels. The levels are based on two criteria: positivity rate and level of occupancy of oxygen beds. Level 5 has the highest positivity rate and occupancy and therefore has the highest restrictions. District disaster management authorities will decide which level of restrictions are to be imposed based on the level that the area is. BMC commissioner Iqbal Singh Chahal said over the weekend that Mumbai falls under the level 3 categorization. As a result, a number of restrictions have been lifted. Shops selling essentials can now stay open till 4 p.m. on all days, while those that are selling non-essentials can stay open till that time on weekdays. Restaurants can open with 50% capacity till 4 p.m. on weekdays, and marriages are now allowed with 50 people. Malls and multiplexes will continue to remain closed, though. There's a long list, so do check out the handle of the BMC to find out what is available and what isn't. In a remarkable sign of resilience for the Indian economy, goods and services tax revenue for April, which was connected in May, remained above the one lakh crore mark, despite the impact of the second wave of the pandemic. The GST collections for April were at 1.02 crore, according to a statement from the Ministry of Finance on Saturday. That's 27% below the amount collected in March. In major international news, a group of seven rich nations secured a landmark deal that could help countries collect more taxes from big companies and enable governments to impose levies on US tech giants such as amazon.com and Facebook. The agreement by the G7 finance ministers in London satisfies a US demand for a minimum corporate tax of at least 15% on foreign earnings and paves the way for levies on multinationals in countries where they make money instead of just where they are headquartered. But key details are yet to be worked out and more nations must sign on and the full implementation could take years. In a major update from the US, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said President Joe Biden should push forward with his 4 trillion dollar spending plans even if they trigger inflation that persists into next year and higher interest rates. Yellen argued that Biden's spending which would amount to about 400 billion dollars per year would not be enough to cause an inflation overrun and if it resulted in a slightly higher interest rate environment that would actually be a plus from the point of view of the US society and the Fed. Keep a tab on global oil prices they've inched higher still. In fact, WTI crude hit $70 a barrel for the first time this morning since October 2018. Brent crude meanwhile which we track closely here in India is at nearly $72 to the barrel. In major sports news Roger Federer withdrew from the French Open on Sunday to give himself a chance to recover after emerging from a tight third round victory that lasted about 3 and a half hours. 
Federer had made it clear last month that he did not see himself as ready to contend for the French Open title this time and instead had his sights set on Wimbledon, which is the major that he has won eight times. Play begins at the Orlington Club on the 28th of June. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking at the start of the week? Good morning, Alex. It was a week that saw Nifty test 15,700 as buyers rushed in at every fall. This week, we shall see if we are headed into a stiff resistance. Chartists are reading signs that tell us that there may be more steam before we pause for breath. The measure of volatility continues to hover around the 16th level, making a case for bullish sentiment. The phased unlock in Maharashtra and Delhi will be sentimentally positive for companies. One factor of worry will be oil prices which are near two-year highs. Even the latest monthly GDP mop-up cooled off because of the second wave. Foreign investors have been on the long side so far this month. FIIs have pumped in almost 8,000 crore rupees into Indian stocks in just four sessions of June. On Friday, they bought shares worth about 1,500 crore rupees while domestic investors sold shares worth about 1,175 crore rupees. It was a winning week on Wall Street too. Even though the US jobs data showed a less than expected gain in employment, it conveyed encouraging signs of the economic recovery. Wall Street ended higher on Friday and for Dow Jones, it was the second week of gains. Let's tell you about some of the stocks making headlines this morning. Access Bank is set to be in talks with micro-lenders including Arohan Financial, Satin Credit Care and Spandana Sfurthi. The bank is exploring a possible stake-by to expand into rural India. According to reports in the Times of India, Centre may sell its stake in Central Bank of India and Indian Overseas Bank as part of its mega-privatisation initiative. Reliance Infrastructure will raise 550 crore rupees by issuing shares and warrants to Word Investment and an Anil Ambani-led Reliance Group entity. According to news reports in the Economic Times, Tata Steel is considering prepaying up to a billion dollars of foreign loans, taking advantage of the commodity price super cycle. PNB's overall slippages have come in highest among banks. The lender has identified 8,000 crore rupees worth of NPAs to be transferred to the proposed bad bank. DHFL has reported a consolidated net profit of 97 crore rupees as compared to a 7,500 crore rupee loss a year ago. To recap, most of the prominent results are behind us now. This Friday, we will get the industrial production numbers for April. Stocks will also take you if the monsoon progresses as per schedule. That's it from my end. Wish you a profitable day ahead. It's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. Have a lovely Monday and an amazing week ahead. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now. 